Hello, Rock Hacks, and welcome to Romance at a Glance. This is your host, Shawnee, and I am here with my beautiful co-host, Bridget, as we talk about the second half of the Bridgertons. Bridget, I feel like you got a lot more to say about this second half. I have thoughts. Shawnee, I have thoughts. Let's get this shit popping. People, we're not going to make you wait. We got to get into it. We're getting into it. Romance at a Glance. Uh Uh-huh. Romance at a Glance. What you say now? Romance at a Glance. Go ahead, girl. So episode five, we finally get to the part where they're fantasizing about each other. They go to the queen. They're sitting there. She's there. Her mom's there. Edwina's there. Antony's there. And she is sitting there drinking this cup of tea, fantasizing about him getting close to her, fantasizing about him touching her chest, fantasizing mm-hmm. about him. So much so that she's like rattling her teacup. And he's like looking yep. at her like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, finally, we have gotten to mm-hmm. this point. Episode five. This should have been happening in episode two. Like they should have been fantasizing yeah. each other about already. Totally. But I at agree. least we're finally getting there. But he's marrying her sister, which makes it like not okay for me, as I said in the last episode where we talked about episodes one through four. It makes it much yeah. more uncomfortable for me. But at least we're finally getting there. Then he's in a copper bathtub, and he's in a copper bathtub a lot. <laughs> And I'm not mad at it. It doesn't really make sense, but I'm not mad at it because he, like, thinks in his bathtubs. That's what I do. But also, I feel like he should have been having memories of Kate during that scene. Like, where was his montage thinking about Mm -hmm. her? Where was him, like, jerking it to her? Where was him, Okay, wait. So I'm going to agree with you so hard. Because he doesn't have sex anymore with prostitutes. The whole first episode, he fucks a prostitute, like, every day that he meets these other girls. So now he's no longer fucking prostitutes. So why isn't he rubbing it out? Okay, so this is where I feel like there's, again, a missed opportunity for the makers of the show. Yeah. Um, There is, in like a later episode, it opens with her almost looking like she's about to masturbate. I thought so. Right? Yes. Right? Yes. I thought she, and I thought they were going to show her masturbating. And I, I, was, I was down for it. I, I was like, too. yes. And they keep doing flashbacks. Her, The flashbacks in this whole season are sexier yes. than the actual scenes themselves, yes. which I think is crazy. Yes. Um, but she's flashing back, and I would have loved for him to be in the copper tub yes. touching himself while she's flashing, and it intertwines yes. between them. Yes. Missed opportunity. Yes. And twice they could have done it. They could have done it right here where she mm-hmm. feels like a bad person, and then they could have done it later when... His mar- like it's after his marriage is over with her, and they're the next morning after their kiss, they're both laying in bed remembering the kiss, and yeah. they're both get yeah absolutely, and then that time mm-hmm. they feel okay about it because the marriage isn't gonna happen, hundred percent yeah. yeah on board with I, you I I yeah. agree yeah and then there's this, the scene here where like uh, Anthony needs to get the, the ring sized. Yeah. For Edwina, yeah. and then it's like, well, she's not here. Well, I can do it on your sister's And I was hand. like, no, this girl's a giant. There's no way yeah. their ring fingers are the it's same. It's the same. I was like, not the same. she's like eight <laughs> inches taller than her sister. I was like, do you share the same gloves? No, hello. I'm six yeah. feet tall, and she is four foot. Like, get out of here. And then the, the ring actually Ugh. gets stuck. So I'm like, whatever, however they sized it, it was yeah. not going to work this guy anyway. Was bad. He just wanted cake. He was bad at his yeah. job. <laughs> but, like, this, I, I think this uh, scene specifically mm-hmm. showed me some of the things I miss about um, historical mm-hmm. The look of historical um, footage, right? Yeah. So the Bridgertons, one of the big problems I have with it is that it's too clean. So clean. Right? So crisp. It's so clean. It's so crisp. It's so bright. It's so vibrant that it doesn't feel like old time to mm-hmm. me in that mm-hmm. fact. And then also, like, you know, when – I don't know if this applies to, like, you know, younger – like a younger generation. But, you know, when we were growing up, the frame rate of what things were, like, shot yeah. at um, – 
if you if they changed it, you could easily have something that looked like a soap opera yeah. versus the frame rate of a movie versus mm-hmm. the frame rate of whatever. And with however they're shooting, whatever the frame rate is that they're shooting this in, it doesn't feel mm-hmm. doesn't give me that that feel, that old timey yeah. feel. I wish they had picked a frame rate that actually made me feel that. And I wish that they had grunged up the the footage a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um because between the modern music, the vibrancy of it all and everything, it doesn't give me nostalgia historical mm-hmm. that I want that yeah. I want from that genre and it specifically in that scene it felt very staged the ring that whole ring situation felt very staged to me and I just didn't en- I didn't like that scene because I felt like the fourth wall was broken somehow I thought that scene was silly because when he's like haha I can spot a finger for a mile away I was like obviously you can't because they are no. not the same size I thought that was like such a weird thing to say and then also I, I mean I thought there was like one nice moment is when she, he sees the ring on her hand and she's like it's a lovely piece and then he strokes her fingers and then they like yeah. they, again step away quickly and I'm like how many fucking times can they be caught in compromising positions no one is mad <laughs> about it still upset yeah. about that um, the sister even walks in and sees it happen and is not like, yo, what's going on, Kate? What's like, going on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How dumb is she? And then, okay, so then they go, and like in that scene, she's like, walks over to him and she's like, we would be married if anyone but our sister found us. And he's like, so you wish that's, you want that to be the outcome? And she's yeah. like, well, well <laughs> no, because she's like hiding her feelings still. And he's like, oh, well then, whatever. But, like, had she just been like, yeah, I do, then he yeah. would have broken up with Edwina or been like, Edwina, you should break up with me. So, anyway, so then yeah. they go to the, the like, then they go to the river for yeah. this river party thing. Yeah. And she goes to boating with that other dude. Because, again, Lady Danbury calls her out and was like, are you going to fuck this up for your sister? Or are you going to go boating with this <laughs> yeah. other dude? And she's like, I'll go. Mr. Was that Mr. Dorset? Yeah. And... I thought it was hysterical that, like, Anthony can't even let her get helped out of the carriage. Like, he's mad. She's, like, smiling at this other guy. And I'm like, why did you propose to her sister? This is so stupid. It would have been better if he just hadn't proposed to Edwina. They left. And then he sees them at this boating thing. And she's like, are we not going to talk about the fact that your sister caught us and we almost, like, whatever? And he's like, no, we're not. And she's like, fine, fuck you. And she goes to talk to some other dude. And then he comes over and he's like, I will hold your hand to get out of this boat. And she's like, yeah, <laughs> make up your mind, bro. Like, it, that would have been better if at least there was, like, some chance for them to be together. Yeah. I I really thought sometimes a lot of those scenes were clunky. So right? clunky. So, like, when he was helping her this out of the boat. This whole episode and then, felt very clunky to me. Super, super clunky. It felt like blocking. Yeah. Every, all their movements felt like blocking to me. Yeah. And I hated that. Yeah, whoever immensely. is the director of this episode I, did not do as good a job as some of the other episodes. No. Yeah. Um, and then like, even like the point where I actually fast forwarded and, and rewound like that, like that yeah. because it was inconsistency. When she helps him out of the boat and then he knock, gets knocked over yeah. and knocks the other guy yeah, into yeah, the yeah. water. That like that progression wouldn't have happened based on where they were even standing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So it was a little. I mean, it caught I me wasn't a mad that he came out of the shirt, out of the, no, no, know, no, out of his clothes. No, no, like... no. I would have kicked him in the water myself. <laughs> I would have. <laughs> I was fine with that, but yeah. I, I and that's also another thing because I recognize Edwina. So when when he gets wet, Edwina's looking at him like, oh okay, yeah. and then she looks at Kate, and Kate's very much like, oh okay, and, and she, she doesn't, doesn't say anything, say anything so at all. Yeah, she's not like, so bro, dumb. that that's yeah. my, you know, yeah, fuck you, that's my future husband. Stop looking. <laughs> yeah. So then we go into Renan, another clunky scene of that's supposed to be sexy, which is when Benedict is painting and meets the painter lady. 
And yeah. then she's like, oh, well, I haven't been able to practice, like, nude painting. And he's like, all right, bet. And he, like, hops bet, up let's there, go. starts taking his clothes off, which you knew he was going to do because he's a free spirit. He's not, you know, embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And, and that scene should have felt more, like, fun and sexy. And it felt, again, yeah. very, like, it didn't feel as fun and sexy as it They could have given have. us a little something. They could have given us a, thrown us a bone and or, they did, or something. And they do, <laughs> late, you know, later he does have sex with her and you get to see a little bit of them naked and, like, having sex. But it, again, feels, like, very much like, oh, shit, we didn't put any sex in this. Like, we better put a little in. And here's yeah. my thing again, which I didn't say last episode, but I'm now just thinking about, is that he's the most sexual of all the siblings, mm-hmm. Antony. He's the rake. Mm-hmm. He's fucking this courtesan. He's like thinking about having a mistress. He's banging folks against trees. Like he is clearly the most sexual. We haven't yeah. seen Colin have sex yet. And I honestly don't think we will until he has sex with Penelope. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen Benedict have sex a couple times, but more in like a sweet sort of freewheeling artist. I'm at a party kind of having sex. Not like a, inten- not as much intensity, more as like a, yeah, a fun time sort of thing, and then obviously we saw um, Daphne having sex with the Duke last season, but they were married, and so that was very much like them figuring out their relationship. There were some of their sexual scenes I thought were really hot. Some of them I was like, "This doesn't make sense at all." But yeah, like, but in terms of the siblings, like, obviously the like Eloise isn't going to be having like crazy sex scenes. I don't think like Colin and Penelope. I think their sex scenes are going to be very loving and very like. You know, like the Nurturing. two of them, very sweet. Yeah. yeah, very sweet. Whatever. This was our primal couple. This, this was, was supposed to be couple. our primal couple. Yeah, this was supposed to be our like rip shirts off. Yeah, you know, like look every season. I think, and you know, I think this like every book should feel different. Every couple should feel different. Every sex should feel different. Yeah. And I think by making their thing such a slow burn, I think that was a terrible idea because, like. Colin and Penelope are slow burn. Like, they don't get together forever. So, like, and ben- Benedict, they they do have sex, actually, a lot in Benedict's book in the next one. But yeah, I don't know. So maybe he'll be, like, the book where they're just, like, having sex the whole book. Who knows? But Or maybe we'll yeah. get to see Kate and Antony have sex in future seasons because they'll be married and they'll be talking about the siblings or they'll be talking about what's going on. So we'll get to see their marriage in future seasons, perhaps. See. I, I mean, I think that there's a perhaps, but honestly, like, I think they're going to end up doing the same shit they just did with the other Bridgerton husband where it's like, he's I don't know. I don't think so. He didn't want to come back. He only signed a one year contract. He did not want to come back. Oh, OK. He was like, nope, I wanted to do one season and he wanted to go do other projects. Whereas the guy who's playing Anthony, he's going to be in the other seasons because he's the head of the Bridgerton household. So like all the siblings have to ask him to marry. He'll be at all the that's weddings. True. I guess that's true. Like he's that's a much true. more central figure in all their stories. Like when Benedict goes to that like house that he stays in forever, like Anthony's the one who like comes and is like, what are you doing here? What's going on? <laughs> Or at least I think he is, to my recollection. He's the one who, like, comes and is like, what is happening here? Like, yeah, are you lost out here? Are you coming back ever? Like, what's going on? Yeah. Okay, but let's get, let's get back on track. Okay, okay. So, so, okay, this is another more, clunky tell scene. Tell me more things. More, this okay, whole, again. so let's go to the Sheffield, the Sheffield scene oh, at the brutal. dinner. Made no let's, sense to introduce to them. That. They're in the show for one second. Made okay, no sense. Okay, so, but, but there's so much that makes this scene clunky, yeah. right? So, so the reason I love historical that... 
I can quantify is that I like rituals and yeah. rules. Yeah. Right? And I like knowing what those are so that we can work within them. For sure. So the, the thing about that dinner I- entirely is that this conversation would never have happened at the dinner table. No. There would have been... Now, there could have been a very um, a passive, aggressive yeah. um, conversation at the dinner table, but not a straight-out aggressive uh, thing at the dinner table. There's one point where the chef would say, you you left you left us, whatever, and you ran off with that guy, and we couldn't show our face in society for years. And you're telling me that you, you got shunned from society, and the first time you get back into society and at a nice dinner, you're going to put yourself in a position to get shunned again because you're just acting out of pocket. Nope. Like... They would have done it in, like, a quiet thing just to her and, like, said horrible (laughs) things just to her and then someone overheard it, like, in the cocktail room or whatever. Yeah. They wouldn't have said it at dinner in front of a vice count? No way. Yeah. Yeah. The the mom, like, I would have liked maybe if the um, Anthony's mom had overheard... Yeah. You know, something or whatever. Because she's inclined to be like, I'm telling everybody, I'm, I got to you yeah. know, fix this or whatever. Um, I felt this scene was not in character with the, for the show, for the books, for the, for the time period, mm-hmm. uh, for whatever. And then, and then they made, I felt like they made her mom very one dimensional. Like, you're a bad daughter, bad daughter, dumb, dumb, okay, Anthony stands up. You guys got to get out. I got to defend them. Is it like, I don't know. It felt super clunky and like forced. Almost like they didn't know how to get to the next part of the show. And they're like, okay, let's just put this scene in and it'll help us move move things along faster. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was lazy writing to me. Super lazy writing. Yeah, I absolutely think that you're totally right. Because I think what happened was that they really needed a way for everyone to find out about the inheritance scheme. And they didn't want it to be one of the existing characters. So they just brought them in because they're like, well, we've mentioned them a bunch of times. And then they use that as a vehicle. But I totally agree with you about how it should have happened and I think it was super clunky. I think they could have done it in a better way. Um, and also, like, again, this leads to, like, again, my pet peeve about the series is that they're always alone. And this really leads right into them being alone again. And he's like, she's like, Anthony, give me a moment of your time. Or Lord Bridgerton. And he's like, okay, mom, I'll meet you at home. And then he goes into another room alone with her. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> and he's like, cool. Well, I, yeah. she's like, you can't blame Edwina. He's like, I don't, but I'm not going to marry her anymore. So like, obviously something's going on here. And she's like, I'm leaving for India. And he's like, it's not far enough to free me from this torment. You're the object of all my desires. Night and day, I dream of you. To free to me. You know, all the ways a lady can be to seduce the things I could teach you. And I was like, yes, please. Yes, please. Teach her. Teach her. Teach her. Teach her. Teach her. This is where they miss their moment. They missed it. They missed it. This was, yes. this was, that, this was yes. his hand on her neck, oh, pushing yes. her to the wall, yes, describing please. the yes, things please. that he, that he could teach her while yes. he knows. I mean, like, he, this, he could have oh. said something like, have you have you ever heard yes. of a insert random sexual thing that yes. everybody in the audience knows right now that's just going to make our panties melt off? And then he says, she's like, well, we can't be together because you're going to marry my sister. And he's like, if I marry your sister, we'll be bound together and I will spend every day dreaming of you, like thinking of you, desiring you until my honor snaps. And I was like, please snap, please snap. Snap all over. Snap all over this bitch. <laughs> like, snap all over snap. her. And she was like, no, no, we can't. And I was just like, and he's like, I'm a gentleman. And I was like, stop saying that. 
You're supposed to be the rake. You're not a gentleman. That's the whole point of your character. Yeah. Stop being a gentleman yeah. and get it on with her. Yeah. So, like, and again, they do the rub face bullshittery. Okay. But, like, they missed the most sexy moment that could have been had, Bridget. The sexiest mm-hmm. fucking moment. Yes. Right? Because the door is open. Yes. If you look from one direction, the door mm-hmm. is open, which means that, like, anybody could come mm-hmm. upon them, okay? And so if he had grabbed her Johnny. and put her up just, just to Speaking the neck, language. to the side of the door, open it. so that nobody could see her. Just whispering in her ear, telling her And then her he's up in her things. grill, Bridget. Them Let me tell you. Yes. Yes. Not bunch so it up naughty. slowly, bunching up titties. the skirt to yes. reach under the skirt. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna touch you now, and then I want oh, you yes. to go home and touch yourself. That would have been 100. Yeah, mm, that would that would have been. And also, I like the contrast too because they played with this like at, like for a second earlier. But when she uh, her skin mm-hmm. is dark, and so mm-hmm. when she has on the light mm-hmm. um, like fabric, mm-hmm. and he's like bunching it, and mm-hmm. you see the contrast between her skin mm-hmm. and the fabric, that shit is hot. That shit is yes. hot, Bridget. I'm just like, why are we not touching right now? Why are we not caressing yes. body things at this moment? Yes. Yes. So then he goes home, which is dumb. Doesn't do any of those things. Dumb. And mm-hmm. then yes. I wrote my next note was, he's in the bath a lot because he does a lot of thinking nope. in the bathroom. No. <laughs> um, so then the next morning they meet and he's like, cool, well, I'm going to end it with your sister and like my mom and Lady Danbury will figure it out. It'll be fine. And then she's like, oh, no, my sister just told me she's in love with you. But she doesn't actually say that. She's yeah. like, you have to marry her. And he's like, it'll be as if we never met. And then she Almost cries, but then she's like, no, but you still have to marry her. And he's like, okay, I'll do it for you. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, this is the point of the story where he should have let his mom and Lady Danbury handle it. And then they should have been together. Or someone should have found them in one of these many times they've been alone. And and always alone. And Many times they've been alone. Why are they always alone, Bridget? And that should have been it. And then he's like, okay, we'll marry as soon as possible. So then the next episode is them getting married. They have, like, the sort of pre-night scene with her mom and Edwina doing the Indian tradition. The, like, and then the boys get the boys get fucking wasted. <laughs> and the next day, like, Colin and um, Benedict are on their deathbed of hangovers. And Anthony walks out and he's like, hey, guys, I'm totally fine. Like, let's go. And everyone's like, uh, okay, you're fine, okay. And then him and Daphne had that really nice scene talking about their dad and about him, like, taking on all the responsibility and about how she, like, pitied him for taking on, like, like not including them and feeling like he has to give up so much for them. Yeah. And she's like, cool, that doesn't make us respect you. It makes me pity you. Savage. Dagger. Oof. I mean, you're not wrong. The, He's not wrong, but also that was sad. I think I think one of the things you know, but also she never fucking spoils the fact that they're. She easily could have ratted them out, yeah. and I feel like he doesn't like. I don't know. I feel like she should see that he's unhappy. Well, I okay. Like I just feel like, you know, Daphne should have like either given him an ultimatum been like ultimatum, yeah like yeah. you either man up or, or I'm gonna have to do what I gotta do because she can get yeah. she can let the universe give her the petty at that moment but also yes. do something caring for her brother she knows that he, that he's yeah. in love with somebody else you know and yes. I think that there's like 
that that could have been a an arc. That could have been how it moved. Um, mm-hmm. I do love that she, you know, did give him that advice in that moment because sometimes I think like, you know, uh, as a younger sibling to an older sibling, sometimes you got to release them. You got to be like, hey, I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not your responsibility anymore. You're good. Like, you know, depending mm-hmm. on what role mm-hmm. they played in your life, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was just like a really cool scene. But but going back to the just the end of chapter five, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Edwina is pouring her heart out to Kate, like I love him and all this stuff, and Kate already knows that they was making out, they was doing dirty things, they, yeah. they or whatever. Five minutes. Five ago. minutes ago, okay. <laughs> and I was like, Kate is hella wrong. She is hella wrong. So wrong. Hella wrong. She's wrong. It made me not like her character. Yeah. Episodes four through six, I did not like her character. Four through six, seven. Yeah. Four through. Six point five. I did not like real lackluster. Real, real lackluster. But I'm like, you're lying dead to your sister's face. And I'm like, if yeah. my sister had had a whole relationship with the guy I was dating, yeah. they were making out and everything else. Theory. And then I get married and find out a year later that that was going on. What the fuck? Like where? What? What? Especially you find out on your wedding day at the at the altar. altar. That's hard pass. Mm-hmm. Hard pass. Hard In pass. my notes, I said, legit, we made it all the way to the altar. That was in my notes. <laughs> I can't believe we actually made it to the altar. This is fucking mad. I honestly can't believe we made it to the altar either. That shit is cray. Yeah, and then we, so we have the moment where he's, like, staring at her. He watches her walk up the aisle, like, which I'm like, does no one else see them, like, eye fucking yeah. each other? And then he's, like, staring at her over the top of the head of Edwina or sort of, like, past her head. Yeah. And, like, this, so, like, like, this scene was, again... Hella clunky. Like the the yes. blocking of this scene was weird. Yeah. The way they're looking yeah. at each other and the, the way that scene weird. was shot was weird. It could have mm-hmm. been so sensual. You could have locked them in a pocket of time standing mm-hmm. still, you mm-hmm. know? And I wanted the moment where where uh he looks at her and then they kind of go into like a dream sequence where it's just mm-hmm. him and her in the church and the church is completely mm-hmm. empty. That scene happened like way too fast and like nothing real impa- impactful yeah. happened. So I would have loved Love, love, loved. Mm. If during the when, like giving their vows or yes, something, but like not only that, like giving their vows and hopes and dreams within their vows, mm-hmm. and it's desperate. Mm-hmm. It is a mm-hmm. desperate moment between them, and and mm-hmm. you see, but you see Kate let go. Like a, a lot yeah. of times in this in this whole series, right? Which I don't think that the actress did this well. She's always very tight, you know, in in yes. the face. And I I wanted to see her let go and experience the breath Mm -hmm. of, like, the character and what's going on. And so I would have loved to have seen that one, um, them staring at each other so intensely in that shot so tight that when they enter that dream sequence or when, like, their eyes meet and then the camera backs out and they're just alone, right? Mm -hmm. That there's just just space and there's a breath that gets to exist. And then... And then the vows and the desperation and the, you know, all of that, you know. Mm-hmm. Bef- bef- yeah, and then you snap back to the present and he looks at Edwina and he's like, wait a minute, what am I yeah. doing? And then I did not like that she dropped her bracelet. I thought that was super stupid. Super stupid. Like, what she, like, pulls off her own bracelet, that makes no sense. But I was thinking, like, what if she swooned? Because swooning is, like, a very yes! not. Yes! And then she could have, like, she's got this tight-ass corset. The man she's in love with is marrying her sister because she didn't say anything. She's been lying for months. Like, she could have gotten over breath or, like. Yeah, I think, you know, so we I 100, 100,000 yeah. She didn't. She didn't pull her own bracelet off. She was nervous, and so she was fidgeting with it. And when it fell. But when he, like, stops, like, steps in front of uh, yeah. Edwina, it was bad blocking. It looked like yeah. bad 
blocking uh, to help her get the bracelet. It was just weird. But like, I to your credit, like a swoon is so historical. That would have been the moment. Yeah. So like, I think the night before when uh, when Edwina confesses her love. Kate, Kate mm-hmm. should feel guilty. She's up all night. She can't sleep. She doesn't eat in the morning. She's at the table. She doesn't eat any anything. Yes. She's yes. getting, like, so, so throughout the day, she's getting hotter. You feel her irritation. You feel, like, yeah. you know, that kind of guilt. She's taking those those little shallow breaths. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> you know? And you and the camera, I feel like that should, should you know, should show that. Mm-hmm. And you should mm-hmm. feel like you're losing your breath with her. Um, and the tension around her should just be super palpable. Right, and it should come mm-hmm. to a head right when he's looking at her over Edwina's head, like at the yeah. at the thing. Because you know what I just realized: the entire wedding scene is from his point of mm-hmm. view. Like we don't get to be in Kate's point of view. Mm-mm. And how great would that have been if his point of view is like steadily on mm-hmm. her? Like I like I'm locked in on her. I'm having this fantasy, whatever. And her point of view as the camera is like looking around kind of panicked almost and like kind of that's like a you said great, like feeling that that's a great fucking idea Bridget that's, that's, right? that's a great and fucking then idea and you could have felt that and then all of a sudden her camera starts to fall and you cut back yeah. to his point of view and he's been fully locked in on her and he like dives to yeah. catch her because he's not paying you know, attention to his future wife oh, at all it would have been so I think you're a hundred thousand percent correct I think that her breath should start getting shallow he's staring at her she's staring at him and then boom they're into the dream sequence right and everything mm-hmm. in the desperation so you you mm-hmm. you were with her with the high anxiety breath yeah. right and then yeah. when she comes back out of it poof, when, the, when that happens yeah. that's when you see the camera just <laughs> Yeah. Or whatever, hundred thousand percent. I'm with you, boy, Bridget. We we need to be the cinematographers. What are these? I what know, are these people doing? Shondaland. Direct these movies. Come on. What are these people doing? <laughs> okay, so then I was. I thought it was clunky. So then Edwina like sees them, and also like the swoon would have given more reason for her to think that they were actually in love yeah. because he would have caught mm-hmm. her. He would have been staring down yeah. at her. Her eyes would flutter open and look at mm-hmm. him with this love. And I, yes. And like, yes. And then Edwina would have been like, what the, whoa. What the I, fuck? I feel like. I feel like he should have totally disregarded Edwina in that moment. Like he pushes her out of the way, literally yeah, to catch yeah, yeah. to catch Kate. You know what I mean? And like mm-hmm. only and still the audience isn't in on the fact that there's something happening, but Edwina is close mm-hmm. enough to be able to tell. Right. Like wait a wait a right. goddamn minute, <laughs> wait a goddamn minute. <laughs> you know. And then also like we were talking about this before we started recording, but. I thought it was super unrealistic that she leaves by herself in this time period. And then if Kate had swooned, it almost would give an excuse for Edwina to leave without scandal. Yeah. Like, oh, my sister got yeah. sick or whatever. And it would have made it would have made more sense to me that everybody stuck around for a wedding that was going to happen yeah. later. Because it did not make sense to me that after the no. bride left, everybody's like holding to see what's going to yeah. happen. Well, the queen, I guess, commanded them. Yeah. So I suppose at that time, you'd probably do whatever she wants. So then Edwina has the whole scene with him where she, like, confronts or confronts Kate and is like, you're in love with him. You're a bitch, basically. Yeah. I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but yeah. And then, which is totally earned because Kate totally lied to her. Kate's in the wrong. So I'm on team Edwina for yeah. that one. Then she has the scene with him, though. And she's like, what do you expect out of her marriage? And she's, like, offended that he doesn't say he loves her. And he has never once said he loved her, never once implied that he will love her. He's always said, I will marry you out of duty. I think you'll be a good vice countess. Like, he even told her, like, 
we'll probably spend a lot of time apart in our marriage because my work will take me other places. You'll be in the country by yourself with our kids and I'll be in the city or whatever. So it's clear that he's like going to have a traditional marriage of the time. And she, when he says he doesn't love her, she's like, Oh, how could you? And I'm like, he never. That felt a little weird. Like, and yeah, not okay. Why are you shocked but, about this? Like, but also, but also, up until like the night before the thing situation, she never really declared yeah. her love. She was marrying him no. for the exact same reasons he was marrying exact her. Exact same reason. She never. And told she him never that told she him that him. she loved him. So never told him that she. Never loved him. did they did they express that this was a love yeah. match, and that's something that would if have been he, talked about. If she had said to him, "I love you," he probably would have said he probably wouldn't have. He would have said, her. "Thank you." <laughs> Thank you. Next. <laughs> the worst Next. worst words you can hear when you say I love you. From him. <laughs> yeah, because he's like afraid of love. Yeah. So then he leaves her alone. She's like thinking about what she's going to do for an eternity. And Kate's hiding in a closet, sees him, runs in the closet. He follows her. And again, another good, first of all, alone. These people are always, always alone. alone. Secondly, great moment yeah. from him where he's like just wait and he like holds her hand and you're like oh, it's gonna happen yeah. and then it doesn't she's like I have to go goodbye my lord and I was like you s- again I hate to say it except for I don't hate to say it cause she's a dumb bitch yeah. in this episode and <laughs> you're dumb and I hate you yeah. and I hate everything yeah. you stand for and you've ruined everything yeah. episodes 4, 5, and 6 yeah. you did dumb things they- the whole time Okay. and I hated all of your decision making <laughs> so, so I have to share this with you because I need you to know that this is how literal my brain thinks sometimes and why it can be hard for me to enjoy things. So when they're in the closet, um, when he when he comes in the closet, they do again their little rub face sex situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and in my mind at that time, I go, if they decide to get like violently freaky, these are a lot of freestanding shelves. Like that was yeah. that yeah. was my- don't push into anything. Yeah. That shit will fall down. <laughs> I was, but sure. it made me feel like they. It was not a room. Yeah, for a romantic it made interlude. me feel like they couldn't do anything in this room because, like, no. without bringing everybody to the yard, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, except for he kind of like trapped her against the door at one point. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm happy yes. to see where this is going, and then and it didn't, didn't go, go anywhere. Yeah. They just dropped us. They just left us hanging. Like yeah. I they just dropped us again. Mm-hmm. I did discover that I maybe have a my lord kink, so that'll be fun. I'm gonna <laughs> explore that. A little. I would like you to explore that, and I would like you to get back to me with the. <laughs> I will, like a, I will report, report back. back. I was like, my lord. She's like, goodbye, my lord. And I was like, my lord. <laughs> okay. Okay. First of all, I... I was like, is this like my version of a daddy kink? Because <laughs> I don't... I know I don't have a daddy kink. You know why? I, I do when I read novels because I've read some really sexy ones like Your Dad Will Do by Katie Robert, yeah. which is my favorite daddy kink. But I know I don't because when you're a parent as those of you who are parents know or hang out with a lot of parents know you refer to your partner as their title not by their name for the most part because that's how your kids learn how to like say that you're mommy because your spouse calls you mommy all the time so they know that that's your name so i've been calling my husband daddy for the last four and a half years doesn't do anything for me in real life doesn't do it for me (laughs) like at no point am i ever like ooh, daddy never (laughs) never once has it even like it's just not my it's not my kink. However, reading it, I totally get why it is some people's kinks because reading it so hot for myself. No, however, this my lord thing, I'm like, I don't know. I'm with you. I'm like, I will test it out and see. I'm with happens. you. I th- I can't imagine your your boo 
um, <laughs> doing it, but but I no. but I would like to know how it goes. I'll t- He's gonna laugh. At he's, gonna be like, What's he's gonna be like, "How drunk are like, you at this wedding we're going to this weekend? <laughs> we're about to go to a wedding, so I'm about to get white girl wasted at this winery, and I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna probably kneel on the floor because I like to get into full character, and there will be some my lording going on, and we'll see what happens. Right. Uh, so the, I have actually met people like in Kinku that is their title, my lord, my lord, yeah. And wow. uh, I like it in the sense of historical. Like, it's got, I, I, I yeah, like yeah, that yeah. ring to it. Also, yeah. same, Daddy daddy Kink, I, I thought that I would. I thought I would have a Daddy Kink. Like, hey, Daddy. I cannot, for the life of me, with a straight fucking face. Call someone Daddy. Call my partner Daddy in a sexy way. Like, when no. I say, because I have an ultra visual brain, so that means when I say something, I see the picture. When I say Daddy, yeah. like, when I'm like, Daddy, I see my father, and I... I just did you call your did you ever call your dad daddy when you were a kid? Yeah, I call my dad daddy. Like we'd either call him Poppy or Daddy, and it's not like it, oh, see, so my dad we called him. I'm sure when I was like a baby, I called him daddy. Yeah. But I called. I only remember calling my dad dad. Yeah. Or I also like to give people nicknames, as you know. And so I would call my dad like hey, Poppy, or I'd call him Dog, <laughs> or I'd call him like pop or whatever so yeah. i would like call him a variety of names but dad is like pretty standardly yeah. what i called him so for me daddy doesn't evoke like i think i don't think about my dad when i say daddy um in fact the person i call daddy the most again is my husband. <laughs> but like, it's not in a sensual way like i think if i went into the bedroom right now and i was like hey daddy yeah. he'd be like are the kids here what's yeah. going on like literally the only way i can say like daddy without kind of immediately invoking my father is because the way I say it for my dad is daddy like daddy right? oh yeah the, so yeah. I have to say it like the most ultra fucking English ass daddy, daddy at like daddy. and I do that all the time and to the point where my partner literally he'll he'll do something really sexy get really close and he'll be like call me daddy because he knows how much I hate Hate, absolutely <laughs> hate hate that. Um, like way to kill the wait, mood, yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, I literally just put it on my hard limits list because I was like, absolutely not. I never want to. Yeah. <laughs> I never want to hear that. Don't shit. say it ever again. Yeah. Okay. All anyway, right. I love that. But let's move okay. on. Okay. So then Edwina goes before the queen and is like, "BT Dubs, this wedding isn't happening that you like planned." And then the king comes in, and oh. I thought this was like the sweetest moment ever. I love because he has dementia. But the love, the two actors were unbelievable. Yeah. Because in two minutes, they made me believe that they have been married a lifetime. And she made me believe that she misses him and loves him, but is also kind of embarrassed and doesn't know what yeah. to do with him. And he made me believe that he's always loved her and that she's his star. Yeah. And like, and he doesn't remember that it isn't their wedding yeah. day. And like, I thought Edwina was really sweet during that yeah. scene. And um, in general, I thought the whole thing was was really well done but I'm like why do I feel more for these two yeah. older people Again. who don't even touch during the yeah. scene way more invested than I do <laughs> way more invested in them than I am I, did you know they're doing a prequel series about the queen and him oh no, I'd love that I would love that yeah. I would like to play her yeah. I, would, I should audition uh, <laughs> yeah. no the the this scene I thought was like so beautiful because like one, they acted the fuck out of this scene. Like, mm-hmm. and I don't think people can even realize how much like they had, how mm-hmm. much you have to emote to get this feeling with just not, not mm-hmm. even barely any words. The queen never says mm-hmm. a thing, right? Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is, it's like it's a moment where she is at her most vulnerable in front of other people mm-hmm. who are mm-hmm. witnessing this, and she's very much about her appearance and about the way she's perceived. Mm-hmm. So 
it gives you this just insight to them because she she didn't even like hide her emotions. She didn't go like, oh my god, I'm showing my vulnerability and hide it. She was just like, no, that's my that's my love. And I I forever I love the scene. I think it's one of the best moments of yeah. the entire episode. I agree. Which, oh, I hundred. Which is agree. unfortunate. <laughs> I mean, it might be one of the. It's one of the best moments of the whole season two. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. And I think that, and then the, and then the queen, you know, because Edwina handles it so, you know, cleanly, and well, and everybody yeah. kind of, you know, agrees just not to. What did we see? We, we didn't, didn't see, see nothing. nothing. We, we didn't, didn't say see shit. Didn't you know, and so that yeah. allows her to get back to be like the diamond for the queen, yeah. and for the queen to right. kind of back right. her again. Um, and, yeah. and so I thought that was a nice way for that to round out as well. Yeah. What did you think about the scene where Edwina makes them both come to the chapel and then like confronts them together? I thought that it was a missed opportunity. <laughs> I thought she was bringing them together so that they could do whatever and then they could get caught and then like she could have her petty revenge and also love her sister loved that. and then like and that would have been I a loved that. That would have been a great progression. It would have been a huge scandal in the yeah. con, but it would have yeah. been awesome. Yeah, but it Yeah, except for that. I thought it was a little weird cuz like I feel like the things she said to them in there were like basically reiterations of the exact same yeah. things she had just mm-hmm. said to them and they're like separate things yeah. and then the scene right after that back to your clunky super clunky stuff, super clunky it felt super weird they squared up He's into like, the oh. parallels so they squared up and she's like I don't want to leave because if I leave then this moment is over and we have to like <laughs> never see each other again or whatever and then like literally one what's second like, later, like, later. Like, goodbye. goodbye and I was like what I was like, you couldn't even give me forty five seconds of screen time Brid- to like Bridget. What What did you like, need from them? What did you need from them in that moment? I needed. I needed. First of all, I needed her to not say goodbye right away. That was dumb. That was dumb. But also, I needed their makeout to be more of a build because you've been giving me such like up and down, and right now we're at a downspout. And now they have just cleared, like, he's no longer going to marry her sister. Every All the lies are out in public. So now they're coming to each other, like, bare, yeah. vulnerable, having failed, as she says. Like, having they're at their worst together, though. And I wanted them to reconnect a little bit slower and a little definitely more sensually. And, like, again, like, the world building, she's never kissed anyone. Never. She's never had sex. She's never done anything. And for her to just jump on him and make out with him, I remember making out my first time and I didn't know what the fuck was going nope. on. So she would not know what to do. Also, she's from a society where she doesn't see people make yeah. out. So she doesn't even really know. Like, yeah. probably she saw someone peck on the lips once and that's basically it. Yeah. So I wanted him to like, again, going back to that that scene where they were together and he was like, well, the things I could do to you, yes. the seducing, like... Do you know the ways you could be seduced? And I wanted him to seduce her. Yes. I wanted her to. Co- I wanted her to come to him. I didn't want it to be only from him. Yeah. But I wanted them Ooh. to kind of meet in the. You middle know what I would have liked to slowly seduce, kiss the neck, talk to her, <sighs> tell her what's gonna happen. Like Bridget, that's what I wanted. Bridget, Bridget, you just you, you just you just spark something in my brain because tell the me. one thing that I think that this entire this couple was missing is that. They are our primal couple, right? Out of all the yes. couples, they are the ones who are yes. going to give us the most primal energy. And so, like... Yeah, because he's the most sexual of all the mm-hmm. siblings. 100% agree. Yeah. And so, like, for me, when you just said, like, you know, they meet in the middle, I would have loved to watch him command her over. Like, just to just be like, like, come here. Like, and nail that come here, right? To the, like, where there's a little bit of fear. Like, a little bit mm. of fear, 
Do you know what I mean? I don't know that that would have been good for her character. I don't disagree. You know I love those scenes. But I think for her character, that would have been out of character. I think that would have been out of character. For well, her. listen. She but doesn't. I she doesn't. it would have been hot. Maybe, I think it would have been okay, hot. But, but maybe she doesn't come. Maybe she doesn't come. And maybe he has to and go maybe get he her. has to go get her. And maybe that hand has to yeah. go up the front of the throat. Not squeezing too hard or nothing. Just right, <laughs> just right at the throat. Shawnee, this girl, this girl has never kissed anyone I, before. Listen, you gotta but then tone it down. But, that, but then down. But hear me out. Hear me out, Bridge. Then the lips right next to the ear. Soft. Absolutely right so next soft. to the ear. And then he's talking. Yeah. He's talking. He's telling her how he yeah. how he wants how he wants to kiss her. He's telling her how he wants yes. to kiss her. Where he wants to where kiss he her. wants to kiss her. How he's going to kiss her. Like you mm-hmm. know, and and you know when he what is, what does he say? Like this is not goodbye or 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 whatever. No, he doesn't say anything. Oh, whatever whatever he doesn't say. She says goodbye, my lord, and then they just make out, and then they pull apart, and then they go to a wide shot, and this the the episode and then, ends. Yeah, and that's like so. We need I need that close, nasty, gritty because they don't have to have sex. I don't have to, it doesn't have to lead into sex, no. but it should be real damn close, man. It should be real fucking close. And then like that wide shot at the very end, you know, like like you had told me before a little bit about how they pull apart. Like, they pull apart at the end yeah, of the Yeah, I wanted it to end while they were kissing. So then, as the viewer, I mean, I obviously binged the series, but as the viewer, I'm thinking, like, oh, shit. Like, did they stay, did they hook up? Did someone find them? I'm, like, left in suspense. But when they pull apart, I'm like, oh, well, they stopped again. <laughs> and then it pulls into this <laughs> wide <laughs> shot of them where there are yeah. these tiny little little people <laughs> in this big space. And it, I, it just killed every bit of energy, momentum. Yep. Like anything yes. I was rooting for was just like empty. I was like, oh. Yeah. And then they were in their bed starting in the next episode. And I was like, oh, they're going to be masturbating to the flashback and be all hot and bothered by the memory of making yes. out. Mm-hmm. No. No, they were not. And I'm like, also, think about the first episode of this season, Johnny. He is going on dates with the ladies from the Ton or like, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. on chaperone dates, etc. Or just meeting them or whatever. And then he's also fucking prostitutes. All the time. All the he time. He got a mistress. Because he hasn't prostitute. met Kate. Yeah. But when he meets Kate, he stops having sex with prostitutes. As one does. But what is his sex drive just go to zero? Like, the man isn't even choking one yep. out every now mm-hmm. and again? Exactly. her image? Mm-hmm. No, I don't believe that for a second. Like, I want, I don't, like, I, I love that he's vulnerable and sweet with her and, like, loves her. And, you know, that shit's my jam when they're just, like, obsessed with the person. Yeah. And he's like, I can't breathe without you. You're all I desire. And I'm like, yeah, but if she's all you desire, like, why aren't you fantasizing all the fucking time? Fantasizing about her. And the thing is, you know what? Okay, I know this might feel like it's out of character, but it actually isn't. And hear me out. Here, here's why. Okay. Yeah. So when he's fantasizing about her, they could actually get really fucking dirty because Anthony has had so much sex that I guarantee, yeah. I guarantee he's had the freakiest sex that you could that you can get. Right. So like, For sure. like literally, he could have the fantasies of like doggy style, just like whatever. Yeah. It doesn't have to just be these little whatever. It's like what he wants to do to her, or whatever. It doesn't have to be something that already happened. It could be them imagining yeah. what could happen. Yeah. And and then and this scene, they should have both been masturbating. It should have been all sorts of flashback scenes. It should have been the net, the, yeah. the most suggestive like scenes possible that mm-hmm. happens really fast between you know that breathing, that like heavy mm-hmm. <gasps> type mm-hmm. of shit. And he's in the tub. He's got his hand under the water. You just see the bubbles. 
You just see his like shoulder flexing, and you're like, I know, I know what you're doing, bro. I know what you're doing. I know. Lower the doing. camera. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Let me see them abs flex, boy. Mm. Let me see them abs flex, boy. <laughs> that that would have been literally. It would have given the romance people that fix. I feel like, and like helped us just stay in their energy but because like mm-hmm. they didn't do like i was like man that's such a missed yeah. a missed and moment. then and then they're like the whole family's plan is like we're gonna act like nothing happened and go to this gallery and then he's talking to her and she like walks by him and he like sniffs her and lady danbury's like Stop <laughs> anyways but he goes up to her in the gallery and he's like we kissed she's like we did not and he's yeah. like are you quite serious and she's basically like, this could never happen. And I'm like, get over yourself and get to down with this. Like, yeah. <laughs> And then this is like, and then later in this episode, a bunch of stuff happens, which we're going to go back and talk about Eloise in a second because she's sort of threaded through these last four episodes. But she goes to hide in this, what, like gazebo with furniture and stuff, and then he finds her. And then they have this argument and it feels so out of place because it's very much their dynamic from, like, episodes one, two, and three, not from the last three episodes. Yeah. So when they're, like, arguing, I was like, ooh, this kind of feels like it's coming out of nowhere. Like, you're trying to, like, reestablish that she's a fighter, yeah. but she hasn't been a fighter at all. And that, But then you get to the sweet part, and he's, again, he gives it to me. He's like, you consume my very being, being able, you know— to breathe for you, like that scent that you have, like yes, amazing, amazing. And then what do we go to, Shawnee? A montage. A montage. Why don't you go fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. A montage, bro. Like again, as we just stated in the last episode, he she's never been kissed, nothing, and he goes down on her, fingers her. Takes her clothes off, which I think should be hard. Also, they're outside. Also, anyone could see them. Where is her family? Yeah. Why aren't they looking for her? So risky. So risky. And she gets. And she runs. I think in... they had sex. Okay, so although I'm this, not positive, no, this is the scene where I'm like, did they have sex? I don't I quite think know. They did the only point because he gets on top of her at the he end. He gets on top of her, but the angle that they're at is not sex. On, is not sex angle. Like. Like, unless yeah. he has a really long, skinny thing, is it like... But again, I don't like that they didn't even talk about it. Because if they did have sex, then she should be like, yo, I have to marry him because I could have a baby. Yeah. yeah. And if they didn't have sex, then I guess she and could, honestly, like, play it off like... that's... It was a fever dream. Every history... Every historical romance I've ever read that they have unprotected sex, that's all... Everybody's all, yeah. always talking about that. I, I could be pregnant. Are you pregnant? You can't leave because you might be of pregnant. Course. But that That of is course. the theme. So for them not to be concerned about that at all is not Silly. is not quite, you know, right? Yeah, it's not like he had a, an old school condom just, like, yeah. in his fucking three-piece suit on him. Yeah. No. But, like, even... He leaves that at his whore's house. <laughs> I, the thing about this, like, this scene to me, right, and I know it's meant to be, like, a really beautiful scene, but, but I no. like, it was weird to me that there was, like, blankets and stuff already, like, laying outside in this yeah. gazebo. Yeah. Um, and then, like, the they kept... They shot... To me, sometimes they shot them too far back. 
the the power in this couple is in their close-ups and because especially because this actress who plays kate does a lot with her eyes and nothing else of her face you when you're far away you barely get to like feel that dreaminess with her so like i felt like they did a disservice in how they shot this couple sometimes um but then like you know anthony comes in or whatever and like they're they're Everything about it felt clunky to me. I was uninvested in them actually having sex afterwards, and I was so yep. lackluster that after it was done, I was like, huh, like, well, okay. Like, yeah. all right, did they have sex? I I don't, I'm not 100%. I, I, I thought they did, but, like, unconclusively, which makes it even worse. Yeah. And then... And then he just like wakes up alone in the morning, and I'm like, why did it? Why did he fall asleep? First of all, that's so risky. <laughs> Secondly, where the fuck did she go? Yeah. Like, where does she live? Is she close to him? How did she get home? No one so saw her. her. And like, also, like, I, it was daytime. She would be ruined. Yeah. Like, what is happening? She would have had to walk past all the servants who were awake. They would have already come in her room to light the fireplace. I feel like- like legitimately, yeah. I'm like, why is Penelope having so much trouble getting these letters to li- to the publisher, and these <laughs> fuckers are just just fucking out in the yard. Nobody sees them. No one sees them come home. And then, like, that's just so stupid. And then the morning, and then in the morning, he goes to look for her at her house, yeah. and she's out riding in the rain like a buffoon. <laughs> and then we don't even get a scene. Of them talking about the primal thing of them of him like chasing her down on a horse and then ravishing her yeah. like he should like he should have yeah she just falls off the horse and gets injured. any self respecting like, lord would have ravished yeah, her he would have ravished that woman by now <laughs> good lord I think like I'm like at least the duke in the last episode was popping Daphne's titties out <laughs> into the, in the park yeah. you know and getting caught well, like, trying to get some of that yeah I feel like for me this whole scene I mean this whole series missed opportunities but this scene specifically the biggest hugest yeah. missed opportunity because one they're meeting in going back to the beginning yeah, scene the, of they're them at meeting. exactly how they met but they're in the rain which everybody knows that makes yes. things more dramatic right so hello have you seen the Kira Knightley version <laughs> of Pride and Prejudice <laughs> You're selfish to stand for the feelings <laughs> others. of others. Get out of here. Come like on. so th- so the the scene is already set. So to have them meet and really kind of hash some stuff out for really like some of that last bit of stuff that needs to be hashed out. And then they can either one, they could have a have a chase and maybe it's like a playful primal whatever i don't know but mm-hmm. something happens there they have a chase they meet at the end they're like you know what this is our moment yeah. our moment is going I down i win he, he jumps did. off the horse yeah. she jumps off the horse she's like i yeah. win again and then he's like no and i win boom. boom that's what's happening boom. all right boom. and then boom. i the, the then they can still do the whole thing where she bangs her head but but they could do it super cinematic if they were to just like have them like kissing hugging whatever she's smiling she's got the biggest smile on her face he's got the biggest smile on her face and she steps back because it's muddy and there's tons of rocks and it really does look like you'd slip your ass away in this place like she (laughs) slips and you see in slow motion like his face go from happy to terror and her face go from happy to terror you know what i mean and then and that's that full circle moment of him being scared to love somebody and what that would mean you know, and that right. makes way more sense than when he later. Shawnee, later, you should have written this season, Shawnee. The, the, I agree. It's a high risk. Consultants, pay me that I fee. I agree. 
I agree. I am 100% on your team. I 100% think you're right about that. And then the next episode, to circle to your point about him being afraid to lose someone, then he, like, leaves her there, has a panic attack, tells Benedict it's his fault, and then, like, won't even go see her. Yeah. Until him and his mom have this, like, beautiful scene together again. Made me cry. Made him cry. Yeah. And she was like, she's awake. Like, you know, you have to, you can't lose her. It's worth loving someone even if you lose them. So he finally goes and he's like, I want to marry you. And she's like, no, I'm going to go to India. And I was like, stop it. You have to stop it. (laughs) You got to stop. What? She's already admitted to like Lady Danbury. She's in love with them. She's admitted it to her sister. She's admitted it to him without so many words. Like, what are you doing? Why aren't you going to marry him? It doesn't make any sense. Like they go to this final ball and she's like, maybe we can dance one more time. And he's like, uh, okay, cool. And so they dance. And then she, like, leaves him again. And then he goes to the garden. He's like, look, I love you, you big dummy. You big dummy. I think we should get married. (laughs) (laughs) But she's like, finally, like, okay, there's only two minutes left of the show. We can get married. And I'm like, we don't get to see the wedding. We don't get to see anything. I, again. Oh, and then. Let me go to my word. Sorry, let me cut you off. I, I, already, I, I think about, I already know what you're going to say. Go ahead. You know me, my biggest pet peeve. You know what it is, Shawnee. <laughs> so then we get the one sex scene of them talking, and it's cute. And I'm like, this, we could have been having this for like four episodes. Yeah. They're both beautiful. They had good chemistry. Once they're rolling around in the sack, he's like, you want to go again? And she like chuckles. And I was like, yeah, that's what I want. Yes, I want you to play in bed. Then they come outside in front of the fam. And then they have a spinning camera makeout scene that is inappropriate <laughs> in front of his entire family, family including his mom. Yep. yep. So it was disgusting. Yeah. So, I mean. I was like, they should have gotten what should have happened. Was they should have, she should have hit his ball, or he should have hit her ball into the woods this time. And they both should have been in the woods. And then they should have had that makeout scene in the woods again to put a button on their early interaction. Should not have been in front of every fucking family member. That is so, it was such an aggressive. He's, like, standing behind her, and he has, like, his hand on her chest and then starts making out with her from behind. And I was like, yo, that is a really sexual position. That's the position we wanted them in all season that they didn't do in private. I was like, who directed this? And, like, Eloise kind of is like, ugh, and, like, walks away. And I was like, yeah. This is so, and the mom kind of smiles. And I was like, ew. I I find, I, I kiss my husband in front of my parents, like, but I don't, like, make out. Make out to the point where we're like, we're about to fuck in front of them. Yeah. Like, that's disgusting. I was so unhappy with that I scene. was, I was very, I was just uncomfortable with that scene because I'm just like. I was so uncomfortable. Yeah, because you know how I feel when people are like making out in front of me. I feel so incredibly awkward just to the 10,000th power. Yeah. So like. You wouldn't even watch an episode of Outlander with me. And my no, it was weird. I was like, yeah, I, I don't know. I can't. We weren't even like sitting next to each other. And you were like, I have to go home. I got I, I was like, okay. I'm st- it's weird because like, yes, I, I'm out and I'm kinky, but I'm still kind of prudish. Like there's some stuff that I just can't <laughs> kick, you know? <laughs> but like. Oh my God. I, All right. Let's put it. But no, no. Sorry, I, last thoughts. I, I gotta, last thoughts about the main characters. Last thoughts. And then let's, let's talk quickly about some side okay, plots. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Okay. I just have to say, because I, I 100% 
the the scene between Anthony's mom, so fucking beautiful, most interesting part <laughs> of yes. of the episode, phenomenal scene or whatever. Again, not with Kate. Not, to reiterate, not never, never with, with Kate. Kate. That none of these vulnerable moments of character growth are with yeah. Kate. And I and so the other thing about when they're at the party and they ask if they can dance and whatever. Okay, can you can you just validate something for me? When they're dancing, mm-hmm. it was really um I was like, do they know how to do the steps? Like do they know how to dance? She she made a couple mistakes where her hand like she hesitated and her hand went to the wrong place. Yeah, like like it looked jerky to me and I was like, this yeah, is a, it was. I was like, who used this clip? This that I, I, yeah. I was hoping there was going to be a, a better clip. Okay, great. Because I was like, it was like they swapped dances at the last second or something. Oh, like okay, because like, it was yeah. it was terrible. It was a terrible scene. I think also you noticed it more because there was not other couples because mm-hmm. it was just them. Also, I've watched so much fucking historical things in my life. Yeah, but but also again, the orange dress she's in not iconic. This is the last scene. We need her to be looking like a fucking yeah. goddess. To me, she just looked like she could have blended in with anybody yeah. else's. Like a cobalt blue or something. She needed you know? a deep her back to her summer whatever summer colors. Yeah. She needed those deep colors. I love that on her. She looked like regal to me. And then the yeah. outfit with that she that she ends with, she looks like a like her sister. Like like it was yeah. the same cuts of the sa- of the dresses yeah. that her sister would wear, and I didn't like that at all for her. I yeah. wanted her to be yeah. the Kate that was at the beginning of the story. I agree. Later, later agree. on in the story. So anyway, yeah. I I agree with everything else you said about their lame like you know pr- proposal marriage situation mm-hmm. and the awkwardness held the hell awkwardness. Mm-hmm. At the end. All right, side plots. Let's do it. Okay, side plots. Let's talk about Eloise really fast because I feel like there's not a ton to say besides I think this entire season was a disservice to her character. Yep. The fact that she had that crush on the boy is totally doesn't make sense for her nope. character at nope. all. She never likes anyone. That's why she's, like, intrigued by this guy that she writes letters yep. with. Like, I did not like the fact that she found out that her best friend was whistled yep. down. Although I think it makes sense since she was, like, on the hunt and she's really smart. But I did not like that they, like, sent a fracture in their friendship because they're such a solid pair throughout all the books. Yes. And I think it's it's really Colin who, like, kind of drives a little bit of a wedge between them because Penelope's, like, with Colin doing something. And, and Eloise is like, what the fuck? Why are you with Colin and not me? Yeah. So, anyways, I did not love that. Again, I didn't like the sisters being pitted against each other. I didn't like Penelope and, and Eloise fighting. And I hated that she had this little boy toy thing going on. Oh, I yeah. didn't mind that she wanted to go to, like, the meetings of the feminist revolutionaries. Yeah. Like, I was fine with that. Yeah. I just didn't like that it was. I mean, I wish, like, it was a woman that she met I, and was 100%. friends with. 100%. Like, I don't know why it was they, some boy they she had have queer, a They could have queer-coded her. I feel like they could have done that because that would, that would have felt more in line with Eloise, and I would have enjoyed that. Yeah. You yeah. know? Um, because obviously she's not gonna end up with that person, but I like a little bisexual mm-hmm. mix it up in there, like you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But or even just like a legitimate friend, yeah. like I just made a new friend. But also, well, what well. made? I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not mad at the bisexuality. I'm just saying, like, no, no, no. I anything <laughs> and legitimately anything but a boy she had a crush yeah. on, because for her character that makes yeah. no sense. But the thing about about Eloise is that for me, she actually does. She reads asexual to me. Like I. I'm sure. not. Me too. You know, so Me so too. I think you are correct in the fact that like she could have just had a friend, or that friend could have had a crush on her, and Eloise had no clue. Because I, you've been in those situations yeah. where you're like oblivious. You're like, oh wait, you like me? <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. Um, but but 
honestly, I'm I'm uninvested in Eloise's story to this point. Um, I was sad that she found out about Whistledown because I felt like they could have dragged that out like one more season with her being anonymous or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then also like now Eloise knows and. So what's going to happen? Yeah, late because she's going to keep publishing she's, articles. Exactly, she picks up her pen at the end of the episode, so you know that she's still writing. Like, mm-hmm. so I, I, I didn't enjoy that. I don't know where they're going with that, and whatever. Colin, the one thing I was, I was like, I didn't quite understand. So maybe you can help me. It's like Colin pays particular ep- uh, interest to Penelope in this episode, right? Yeah. Um, and then at the very end, after she gets all, she, Eloise yeah. hates her. She's whatever. She walks by Colin, yeah. and Colin is saying to his friends, "Oh, I would never date Penelope." Right? Yeah. And so now she's now yep. she's devastated. That's what makes her pick up the pen again. But like, yep. but the thing was is that I felt I felt he was into her too. I was like, wait a minute, what, like, is he just saying that because his boy's there, or like? I think I think it's probably a little bit of both. I think it's because the because that happens in the book. I think he's talking to his brother though. Yeah. And she's leaving the house, and they're, like, outside talking. And they say, I think one of his brothers is like, oh, you and Penelope are, like, we're cute. And he's like, I would never marry her. And she walks out, and she's like, well, and I wish that she had her moment that she had in the book. Because, I mean, dear listeners, you can correct me if I'm wrong. But she says something like, well, no one asked you to marry me. Yeah. And I'm going to go home. So if you can move aside, I'm going to leave now. And he, like, feels terrible. And she's like, I don't want to talk to you. Like, I didn't ask you to marry me, so get the fuck out of it. So she, like, kind of owns, like, no, actually, like, I'm not going to be treated like dog shit by you and, like, be this kind of, like, yeah, you know, little girl who's, like, in love with the idea of you. Like, if you're not interested in marrying me, like, I got options. And so I like that. But I also like, speaking of options, her and Eloise are, like, old maids by the time they both get married. Like, they're so far on the shelf, like. Yeah. And, like, living life and just totally fine with it and still best friends, uh, which makes me sad that they need to fix that next season. But, yeah, I think it was, like, a little bit of, like, the bros asked him and then also that he, like, legitimately doesn't think of her in that way, that she's, like, even an option. The thing um, – so, one, I But I, I think... thought they had a really – they had a ton of moments this season where they had a lot of chemistry and a lot of, like, intimate moments yeah. of confiding in each other and – yeah, I think that's why I thought like I was like okay, they're they're shipping them together right now. And also the there there's a thing Colin could be doing which is like so if you're a guy and you actually dance with a girl at a party, it signals to other people that she may be more desirable than you think she is. Right? So mm-hmm. I could see also like he's interested in her but he doesn't want all the other guys to be interested in her. So he like downplays like no no no, I would never, well, you know. I don't think so. Uh well, maybe maybe in the show. I mean in the books I know he dances with her because they're friends yeah. and because she's best friends with Eloise and he knows no one else will dance with her and she likes to dance. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know in the show where they're going yeah. with it. I also, but I do remember, I do remember that he, she overhears him say like, I would never marry her. Yeah. And it like breaks her heart. Do you, do you think that this actress fits Penelope, how you imagine Penelope to be? I think she's great. I think she's great. I think, I don't know. I, I, I imagine Penelope to be less attractive because yeah. this actress is really pretty. Yeah. But although they make her wear like the garish Featherington yellow yeah. all the time. <laughs> so I'm, ex- I'm excited for the season. That's her season when she finally buys her own Both, clothes yeah. and changes up the colors. I think it's going to make her look like just outrageously beautiful with like her, her coloring and stuff. So I, I yeah I think she's I didn't. She's different than I her the her personality is slightly different than I imagine. 
like in mm-hmm. reading in reading the books like this uh, especially in the last episode she feels very like I don't know like kind of whiny to me yeah and I don't and mm. Penelope doesn't give me that like whiny feel I think the difference for me is that we didn't or we I say we the royal we of all readers <laughs> didn't know she was whistle down yeah so I think the weird thing is that like she's not in these books as much as she's in the show yeah. That makes sense. So they added a ton for her. Yeah. And so so for me, yeah. So I don't disagree. I do think she had a couple moments this season where I was like, well, you can't be mad about deceiving your best friend and her being gay. <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry. Also, like, had she confided in Eloise earlier, as Eloise says, yeah. like, I could have helped you. We could have figured something out. But obviously she doesn't. And then. Yeah. So I don't know. The. uh I like her though. Yeah, well, I like the actress and stuff, but I just had I feel yeah. I feel like the writing for her, like this season. This season, yeah. I honestly think the writing in general this season wasn't as no. good as last season. I think the the directing wasn't as good for the most part. There were a couple episodes that were great, a couple scenes that were great, yeah. but for the most part, yeah. So I don't know whether they changed part of their creative team or or what happened, but. Um, I think there, and also like I think the first season was much closer to the plot of the book. Yeah, the romance portion of it, at least. Yeah. Obviously, they added like the queen and all that stuff. And this book, I feel like they were like, we're just gonna like totally like look at how successful we were. Like, let me just jerk myself off, and I'm gonna do all this cool stuff because I was so successful. Like, forgetting why they were so successful. Yeah. So I I hope the backlash of this season of like people being disappointed means that as they develop next season, they're going to take that into account. Yeah. Because what I think will be interesting about next season, talking about one other subplot of Benedict finding out like, Oh, his brother sort of bought his way into art school and he's all up in his feelings about that. Is that, as I recall his book, he's not in town. He's not in the town at all. He's like at their, one of their cottage houses just like hiding out basically for the entire book. Yeah. And then he gets ill and she like nurses him back to health and they're just like living life hidden away in the cottage. And then his family comes out and is like, what is going on? And then I forget who says like, you have to marry her. And then he ends up marrying her or she comes back to be like a servant in their house or something. She's a maid. I don't know. Something like that. But I do remember that they, like, are not in town at all or involved with any other people at all for, like, a pretty large portion of their book, which I actually could, I actually think could be great for the series to have, like, switching point of view from, like, all the stuff that's going on with the Tawn and the Queen, and maybe we get to, that's how we get to keep Kate, you know, Antony and Kate involved. And then switching to, Aunt, you know, um, Benedict is just, like, alone in solitude or with her only. And they get to be, like, super steamy and just, like, living their lives kind of in this bubble until it gets popped, obviously. I like the idea of starting the entire season from that girl's point of view. Instead of, like, entering yeah. into the Bridgerton world. Like, you enter in, yeah. like... Through like through naked, like naked and afraid type, you know, like through her eyes, yeah, and that life, and so you, so you quickly give the the audience because he meets her, he meets her when she's like about to be accosted by. He's at a party or something, and 
she's about to be accosted by the host of the party and he saves her and then offers her a position at his like cottage house. Brett, I, Bridget, your memory for books is <laughs> fucking uncanny, okay? I know because I read this two years ago when we first did Bridgerton. Yes. I read all four of them in a row. And I've read like the Bridgertons each book more than one, one time and I don't remember any of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Like I remember some but of the big I, points. So but- do you think though, going back, I appreciate you, but do you think that Benedict will be next or do you think they'll skip to Colin and Penelope? Um, I think Benedict will be next. I think they're going to tease out Colin and Penelope for much longer. Another season. Yeah. That's what I think. That's what I think too. Also, I think it'll help age up all the other kids to like catch up to, you know, by the time they like produce these seasons and shit. It's not like it takes them six months. So like by the time they do it, like every, you know, yeah. What was it? Was this two years later or one year later after the first one came out? Oh gosh! Or a year, a year and change. I think it was like a year and a half. Yeah. No, I think it came out in twenty twenty Christmas. Yeah. No, it definitely was Christmas twenty twenty. Yeah, you're right. I because we were during COVID, and then we talked to we now talked to it's um, March twenty two. So it's a year and a couple months. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, so the kids will age up. You know, whatever four years years in the next yeah. two seasons. But then they're also doing this spinoff, so I'm like, are they going to alternate season? I hope not, but are they going to, like, alternate? Because some of those kids are pretty young. Oh, well, then Eloise has to have a book, too. Yeah. So that's, like, f- let's say four to six oh, years, depending. And who's H? Hayes- three to, three to, three to five Hyacinth years. is how old? Highest Francesca. Fran- that girl who plays Francesca looks like she's she's got to be, like, 13 or something or 12 already. She's pretty tall. She already went through like a growth spurt. Oh wow! The boy who plays him looks like well, he looks like he's like twelve. Yeah, but he's the last one. Yeah. I don't know. I I I hope they do. But I anyways, actually hope I they think do. it'll give time for them to age up. I hope they do uh, Benedict next. I think even with Benedict, and they then... could give us a little bit of of a of a primal action too. After that, I think after so. that it gets real. Like I feel like it gets real. And it'll <laughs> feelsy. <laughs> yeah, Colin and Penelope. I think it'll be real feelsy. Yeah. Louise, like. Who fucking knows what's going on? Yeah. And then the younger siblings. I actually didn't read their books. Although someone on Instagram just told me that Francesca's book is their favorite book. So I feel like I'll have to read it. It's funny because that's the one I remember the least. But you know what I would really love for Penelope? I mean, not for Penelope. Eloise. So Eloise seems like somebody who would be trepidatiously adventurous, right? So I like Mm -hmm. the idea of her instigating, like, sex acts in her book. I read about this. I read about this. Yeah, can we try Mm -hmm. this? Whatever. Like, and very, very, even very clinically like about it yeah. like I could see that being like really sexy what if, in her book you know mm-hmm. yeah. like what if we try this or t- like touch me here like stuff like that yeah you know and for science let's science it you know for like science. yeah I could for science. for science I could see Eloise doing that like for sure like <laughs> that would be fun but yeah I I'm with you in the fact that that last sex scene of the like book, book happening at, at the epilogue of the, of the whole season yeah, yeah, yeah. Like fuck, yeah. I like I was like fuck you, fuck, <laughs> fuck all fuck y'all, fuck your mama, you. fuck your grandmama, fuck your cousins. Yes. Like I, yes. I was really, I was really upset about that, and I felt like I honestly felt, and I kind of, wrote, I wrote this when I was writing about the, um, the season. I felt like whoever wrote this did not respect the romance reader or mm. the romance watcher because they were mm-hmm. everything that they needed to make this sing. Like was mm-hmm. was there, and then right when they mm-hmm. went up for the shot, they just missed it every every yeah. time. Just yeah. missed it. 
Yeah. Um, and I yeah. and I left feeling very lackluster, like they like they like they cheated me. You know. I agree. So. Someone's like, "What if they don't get together until the last episode?" Everyone's like, "Such a good idea." What if he marries nice. her sister? So, so stupid. stupid, stupid, so stupid. All right, you guys. Well, I will say. Let me re- Let me put into a button to this for myself. Mm-hmm. I will say, despite all the things I didn't like about it, I still would give it up for Lord Bridgerton. <laughs> and I think. I honestly, even rewatching it, like he really got me in the feels and the loins during many of those scenes. Mm-hmm. Yes, and he was not working with a lot. Um, so a lot of heavy breathing, a lot of face rubs. I will have to say, you know, props to him, a plus to him, props to his mom. They they brought me to tears during one of their scenes. God damn, like, they did. Gr- beautiful work. Beautiful. Props to the queen. She did great work. Mm-hmm. Lady Danbury always does great work. Like. There was a lot of good stuff happening. There was just also a lot of bullshit and a lot of terrible writing. And just, like, honestly, like, terrible story development across the whole season for a lot of the characters that really, like, did a disservice to the the story and, as you said, the romance reader. Because, like, how much better would it have been if Eloise has her thing come out and, and Kate and Antony are working together to fix it? Yeah. And they're working, you know what I mean? Yep. And Eloise becomes one of Kate's, like, or Kate becomes one of Eloise's confidants. And, you know, or, like, little Gregory comes into the office and asks about the dad. And Kate is there sitting by the fire reading or something. Yeah. And she, like, encourages, oh, yeah, tell us about him. Like, and so he opens up to her. You know what I mean? Like, there's just so many opportunities for that. And Oh, that would have been so but I, sweet. But I do hope that there's more Lord Bridgerton in the future seasons because he can get it. He can get it. He can get it, Bridget. Listen. And that is how I will sign off this episode. Uh, so, he can get it. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He can get it. Until next time, may your books be your lover. And your hand, your best friend. <laughs> yeah, Thanks for hanging in with us, romance readers. Head over to Instagram to continue chatting with us. We're super friendly. We want to cackle with you. We want to know what your favorite sex scene was. And we need more book recommendations. If you want to read along with us, go to our website, romanceataglance.com, to see what we're reading next. And we'll see you next podcast.